0: Welcome everyone to the Wabay Torah Daf Yomishur. Today's Shur is Daf Tetzayan. We will begin at the top of Amun Alph. Today's Shur is available. Those who would like to sponsor today's Shur, please text Mr. Freddy Rudy or the rabbi himself in order to get the Zikhut of so much Torah in one spot. We are ready on Amun Alph. Says the Mishnah, Barba Perakim Halom Nidon. There are four times of the year that the world is judged. Pesach, on Pesach, a person the world is judged. Al On the grain of the year, Ba'at it On Shavuot, al Perot elan we're judged for the fruits of the trees. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, called by all those who come into the world, they pass by like Bnei Marom. It says, Hayotel Yahad, the Bam, the Pasuk says, as he is the one who creates Yahad as one who understands all of their hearts. The word Yahad means they're all coming together and they're all being judged together. And on Sukkot, we are judged about the water for the year. This is What grain are we talking about? If we're talking about the grain that is actually there in the field, which means the grain that is growing at the time of Pesach that you see in the field, Everything that happened to the thing, when was that judged? Meaning, uh, at the time of Pesach, there is grain in the field. It's not fully grown, but the grain is already in the field. Now, if that's so, um, that grain has to have been judged at some time, right? Yes, it's not fully finished, but even if it's a third done, that first third, when was that, when was that judged? So it says the thing about it. We're talking about next, the next crop. The next crop is judged on the So according to the way we're learning it now, uh, every Pesach we judge you on the full crop. So, uh, for example, on Pesach of 5782, we're judging you on the 5782 going to be planted crop. How that's going to end up, even though it'll be, it'll be harvested in 5783 says the Gemara, remember the Khadina Mittana, do you mean that uh, do you mean to say that every crop of wheat only goes through one judgment? Vatanya I'll show you in the bright that you might be wrong. Tivuah Shirabo Keri Oonis, if you have a tivu'ah that had a certain disaster happen to it, kodem Pesach. if it happened before Pesach, didn't Shahvad it was decided in the old times. The Ahara Pesach, if we have that Shabbat it happened then it happened on the current Pesach. Adam sheira keri So something happened to a guy. it Happened before yom kippur, and it was decided in the last year. And the it happened after kippur. it happens the next year. So you see that the whole tivua sounds like it has goes through two judgment times, which means that the, each each crop sounds like it has two judgments, the, the pre pesach and the post pesach judgment. Similar same thing with men. But the main point is over here about tivua. Says Amalava. Shma mina. we see from here, Tread Dini Midana, you're right, it's actually judged twice. Okay, Amar Abaya, therefore. Hilkach, therefore. Ki Inish Demat Zara Afla. If a guy sees that, it's, that if a particular Zara uh, uh, is growing well, Lektav Vla Zara Charfa. He should also plant, plant the Charfa, which is the fast crop, earlier. Da'a Dimati Kadum Salik. Because this way, it'll already get out before Pesach, which means, if you see you're having a good year in planting, it's a good idea to do an early planting before Pesach. Why? Of the, of the next type of grain. Why? Because it looks like you had a good judgment last year. and The assumption being is that all grains are together and therefore, if you had a good judgment on your wheat, you probably have a good judgment on your rye, let's say. And therefore, if it's early, you want to hop in an early rye season, because my I guess my last Pesach was good, let's see if we can, see what we can hop Okay? Hop means grandpa in Arabic. Okay? Now, says the Gemara, Mani Matlitin, who is the author of our Mishnah? Lorabi of Ibn Yir, Lord of Yudah, I got four rabbis, and none of them fit like they could have written the Mishnah. Now, you, you know all these rabbis, right, Habib? Of course you do, but anyway, we'll review them anyway. The Tanya we learned. HaKol Nidunim B'Rosh Hashanah Opinion 1 is that everyone, everyone's, everyone's judge on Losh Hashanah. Uqzardin Shalem B'Yom Kippur Gzardin Shalem B'Yom Kippur T'B'Yom be Kippur Hebidah Omer HaKol Nidunim B'Rosh Hashanah Everyone's judge on Losh Hashanah Uqzardin Shalem Nechtam Ko Echad B'Chad B'Zbunoh And everyone and all the Gzardin of all the things gets sealed in its time. Pesach Tivuah Atseret Perot Olam so, according to this, so the first opinion is everything is Roshana, okay, including grain. Second opinion is, men, second opinion, which is, he says that everyone's judged on Rosh but the the final decree is not Kippur necessarily, depends what you are. Pesach Shavuot, Sukkot, if it's water or whatever it is. Okay? Rabbi Yossi, oh man, Adam Nidon B'chol Yom. Rabbi Yossi holds that a person is judged daily. Not Roshana. Seemingly, a person is judged daily according to him. Shnei Marav HaTefkidem, Lib A person, Hashem checks us, Lib every morning. So it sounds like every single morning, you're having your own judgment according no to Rabbi Yossi. The significance of, of no, Roshanah. has no significance, according to Rabbi Yossi, has no significance to your... Judging parts. It's a separate holiday that needs to be celebrated, as it says in the Torah, but it has nothing to do with judging. If you look in the Torah, it doesn't say nothing about judging. According to the rabbi, there's no judging. That's right. Wow I was right. Natan Omer, Adam nidon b'chol Everyone's judged every second. Okay? the Le'Gaim As it says, that Hashem checks us every second. So says the Gemara. Uh, and goes like nobody. maybe you'll try to answer me by saying, Le'olam Yehuda. he really said Rabbi Yehudah. Right. V'chitema, he If you want to say it's Rabbi Yehudah, who was the one who says that everything is judge, judged on Rosh Hashanah, right? So then, and when it says judge in the Mishnah, it was referring to Gzardin. What about Adam? Right? Because by Adam, the final decree is supposed to be, the Mishnah seems to be saying that it's Roshanah, because our exa- Mishnah says that the man is judged on Roshanah. So if we're saying that the judging is Gzadin, then Adam doesn't fit, because Adam is supposed to be kibur and here it's saying Roshanah. Yeah. Did I lose you there, Mike? Okay, go ahead. I'm here. Okay. So says the Gemara, Amar Aval Aval says, Hai Tana Debei Yishmael, the Tana is Tana Debei Yishmael, the Very good. Okay, fits like this new Rabbi, which is Tannevi Now says my time with the BOC. What's the reason of Says what do you mean, my time with Kidam the Tiranim, Says no, no, my time why didn't Rabbi Yossi go like Ramadan and welcome us to Sabag? Right? Comes up right here. Why didn't go like Ramadan? Which is, every Ramadan said every second. Why did he pick to go with the pasuk that says every day? Why does not go with every second? Right? So he says, He doesn't agree. The, the word, which is in the pasuk of every day, means... By Hashem checking. Tivchanenu means I'm am I'm, I'm looking at, but it doesn't mean really being judged, and therefore he doesn't agree with the sec every second. He holds it's, a, it's a three. Everyone gets three hundred sixty five judgments a year. Every morning you get a judgment for the day, but I don't get every second. Every second goes. out hold the world. means to, to doesn't mean to examine. It means to notice. Okay. And pikida Nami Yuni B So Murray says what he means. Also pikida his inspection doesn't maybe just means that. El Amrab Chistah, Tamed Yosimihaka, La Sot Mishpat Abdo, U Mishpat Amoysa Dvaryombiyamo. Nu Pasuk. The pasuk says to do the Mishpat of his servant, now the word Mishpat certainly means judgment. And therefore to understand Dvaryombiamo is daily, you get everyone gets a daily judgment. Okay. hold on a second okay let's see let's go further we gotta get moving it says the Gemara if you're judging a king and you're judging a tibur together the king goes in first that's the pasuk we just brought before. For the reason why I'm chista, we're going to mention that 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 another thing that when you have a beteen, if you have two two people on the docket for the day, docket means who's who's getting judged, and one is a king, you let the king go in first, as you see from this pasuk. My what's the reason? One reason is love of Malka one reason is because it's not madness to leave the king waiting for other people to go through. You should always let the king cut the line. It's not nice to leave a king waiting. According to this, it's not just in court. It's always true. Always let the king never, never kings don't wait in line. And it could be this is the reason when, when, when a very, very hush of a guy comes in, they tell him to come, come cut the line. What's the idea? What you tell him the guy to cut the line for? The uh, and, and answer is that this idea that the king shouldn't be waiting in line. Okay. according to the second reason the reason why king goes first is because it's a judgment and the, 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 the judge gets increasingly angry when he deals with more and more problems every day and therefore you want to get him early in the morning before he gets too upset and therefore the king should have the first judgment before that happens according to this the reason why Kalei Yisrael gets judged first the same thing we get judged first on Roshanah because of that same reason we either, either because we shouldn't wait in line or because we should get there first. I'm Rabbi Yosef Nowadays, Rabbi Yossi says, why do we pray for sick people? If a guy gets sick during the year, and it's not Rosh Hashanah, what's the point of praying for him? He was judged on Rosh Hashanah. So when I said the opinion, he says, well, he goes like Rosh who holds that a person is judged every day. So there's a reason to pray. To pray. So when I mentioned originally Rosh he' are like, oh my gosh, we don't go like him because... We we believe that Rosh Hashanah is very very important. Well, otherwise, what's the point of Rosh Hashanah? Very nice, but we we don't go like the other opinions either. Because when we pray, when, when someone gets sick, we pray. We don't say, "Well, I'll wait. I'll, I'll have in mind this coming Rosh Hashanah." Guys in the hospital, you start praying right now. Like who? Like Rabbi So it seems like we're taking both opinions, not just one opinion. There's a Torah, very important torso from here. Torso says, "Im Toman that Nami what they don't have refainu in the, in the amida, even according to Rabbanan. You know, there's a mission that says you say refainu, right? Or or you pray barachenu, mm-hmm. you praying for parnasa. What's the point to pray for parnasa? Uh, what do you mean? It's all Roshanah. Huh? Yeah. Right. He throws this question. So don't make it like it's uh, we're, we're only we have refainu in, in the in the amida. He said. So, He holds that when the guy praying not to get sick, that's a The Rabbanan will hold you don't pray for that. But to pray, to get cured, that you can pray pray at any time. And that's why we pray at any time. even the Ramanan agree with that. That's one Anyway, let's go let's go further. Says the Gemara. Why the Torah say to bring the Omer on Pesach? Why is there a pasuk in Torah that you have to bring Korban Omer on Pesach? Well, the Torah says so, but why do they do that? Pesach is the time we judge on Tivoah, so we bring the, Hashem told us to bring the Omer on, on Pesach. That's why you have the Korban Omer. <laughs> <laughs> Hashem says, "Bring me the omer on Pesach." <laughs> this way, the Omen will be a zechut that you have a, a, a beracha on the on the grain that's in your fields right now. Sounds like what we said before that the current grain gets judged twice, right? I said, "Why we have korban on Shavuot?" Now the Torah says to do it. We didn't, we didn't know what the reason is. It doesn't say what the reason, is. but the Gemara is saying. I said it's the time of the judgment of the fruits. The Hashem says, Bring me two loaves of bread, Why do we have water in on Sukkot? Pour water in front of me on Sukkot, Now, what do you do, Rosh the reason why in the Musaf Amidah we mention Malkuyot, Zikhronot and Shofarot. Why? why? Ten Pushim of each. Malkuyot. We do Malchyot, Kidesh to in order that we should make Hashem the king over us. Zikhrunot, kidesh talishunam the Fanimul Tobah, that our remembrance in front of Hashem should come in a good way, not a bad way. Ubameh, and how do we get it done? Mention Bishoufar, that's what we ten things of Shafar. He's a famous, famous Pesachim. Rabbi Abu asks the question, Why in Rosh Hashanah do we blow with a ram's horn? Rabbi Abu says, Blow with the shofar of a ram, as if you tied yourself in front of me. Interesting this past after just, we just read Akedah. Interesting. Why do we blow says, why do we blow on Rosh Hashanah? Now, this question, the G'mar doesn't like. The last question, why, why do we blow with Shofar Shil Ayil? We had no problem with because that's one thing. But here, he says, why we blow on Rosh says, why do we blow on Rosh Hashanah? The Pasuk says, says you have to blow. Right? It says the G'mar, no. And why do we blow on Rosh Hashanah? Why do we the question was really like this. Why do we blow sitting? We also blow standing. What's the point of sitting and standing? We, we, technically, you'll all your blows with the sitting ones. Why do we sit and then we blow again in the Musaf Amida? What's the point? We want to mix up the Satan. There's two Pshati when it means to mix up the Satan. Either when he hears the Jews are singing, blowing extra blows he gets nervous, because he sees how much we love the what that's one, or like Tosot says, that he's afraid that maybe it's going to become the time we know that when Mashiach comes, the says, Hashem is going to blow a great Shofar, so when he hears a lot of Shofar blows, he's afraid that it might be Mashiach's time, and that messes around with his uh, with his equilibrium and he's not able to properly put the Jews in trouble, okay Bama Reb any year that they don't blow the Shofar in Rosh Hashanah, it's going to be a bad year at the end. That's because if you didn't mess up the Satan, it ends up messing up a year. You have to mess the Satan up. If Satan's on his game, we're all in trouble. He also says, Any time that, any year that the Jews are subdued on Rosh Hashanah, which means they feel poor, they feel sick, they feel low on Rosh Hashanah, in the end, it gets rich. In the end, because if you you feel low, and you're praying properly, you'll have a good year. The word rashit in the beginning of the year is written like Rashit, which is poor. Okay. So if you have a good good ending, if you have a rashit if, if you have a poor beginning, you have a good ending. The person gets judged according to the actions of that second, which means Hashem doesn't judge you by what you're going to do wrong, even though He could see it. Only judge right now, as we see by Yishmael. It Hashem judged Yishmael by Hashem as He is now. What? Crazy Parashat Yes, best we There are three things that cause a person to they mention your sins in the heavenly court. Which means there are, it seems like there's some kinds of even though a person is being judged, you're not bringing it out, like you know, the people they don't mind putting transactions in the bank. But if the IRS is not, <coughs> is not looking at it. And once they make an audit things get <coughs> things get pulled on the table. And no one really wants that. How do we avoid an audit in Shemaim? There are three things to avoid if you want to avoid an order in Shemaim. Elohen. Number one, walking past a leaning wall. If a person walks through a situation which is dangerous all the time. So in Shemaim we say, ooh, this guy looks like he's very, very confident. He's not worried anything to have with him. Let's check his files. Number two, Iyun tefillah. Iyun means if you pray and you expect it to work. And this is difficult. difficulties a toss for dealing with how did, really, we should spend a lot of time on this. I remember when we learned this in the mo- early morning class, we learned Rosh Hashanah the early morning class, I think we spent uh, a, a, couple, a couple of weeks on this, uh, three weeks or four weeks on this. That's a scary idea. You're, not, you're not supposed to pray thinking that Hashem is listening? It's, it's, so it seems like they're playing with it. Hashem is listening, but it's the demand that you're expecting it. Why didn't it happen? Why didn't I get answered? That demand, why didn't I get answered, seems like a, an expectation that you're, Slates upstairs are perfect, and if so, that again calls the IRS out to say, "Oh, let's, huh? Oh yeah? Well, let's see what the story is over here. Actually, let's check his files." Uh, but to his, pray with the expectation, my 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 uh, Hashem is my father, and I'm uh, confident in praying to him. I'm not supposed to be. It's a whole living in over there. What? It's part of the Yeah, uh, Hashem yeah. my father. I'm comfortable praying to him. You're comfortable praying, and you're comfortable doing it. But when it doesn't happen, are you? shocked right and uh and uh, uh, upset how the, could it the be feel, the feeling of anything i ask was gonna gonna be no problem <laughs> so it's a difference between expectation and hope right hope yeah for sure yeah believe in you believing to feel of course yeah and the, the last thing is and when a person expects that you see someone else get judged and do something wrong and you expect or you call out that he should get judged Calling out that someone else get judged means, oh, he should get judged. Check this guy's files, right? Dama Rabbi Chanan, call him. Also, Dean of Chavira, who If you if you call Dean on your friend, they judge. They punish you first. Shneiman, but Tomar Sarai El Abraham, Chamasi Alecha. Two weeks ago was parasha. Oh, actually, Let's was parasha. Hashem tells Abraham, Chamasi Alecha. I'm upset. You, Hashem beni and Hashem should judge in between me and you. Sarai said to Abraham. And then what happened? Who came to give a Hesped to who? This week's parashah. Abraham gave his bed to Arashah. Even though Abraham is 10 years older than her, he ended up eulogizing her. She she called out a jean. She said, Hashem should judge between me and you. And then that's what happened. And these are righteous people. You know what I'm saying? This is Abraham and Sarai. Okay. So, we don't call out Misur on nobody. Hashem should judge him, Hashem should judge him. None of that happens. Mitzrak, very, very important by by the way. people, A lot of people don't know this. Karim There's four things that could rip up the Gzadin of a person. A bad thing could be ripped up. Elohim, Tzedakah. Tzedakah is big. Tzedakah could change, rip up things. Tsaka crying out to Hashem, which doesn't mean just praying. It means praying in a crying out way. Similar to the, Right? Shinoi Hashem, changing your name, Shinu Maaseh, and changing your actions. All these four things work. How do we know? Tzedakah, Dekhtiv, Utsedakah Tassimah Mavet. Tzedakah, will save you from death. Tsaaka crying out, Dekhtiv, V'yitzach, El Hashem, L'Tzar Lahem, U'metsuk Adhem, Yoshem. That's the pasuk that we say, and on they cry at Hashem when they're upset, when they're in distress, and Hashem takes them out of their troubles. Shinoi Hashem, changing your name, Dekhtiv. Sarai, Yishtecha, Sarai, don't call your wife Sarai, we changed the name and she was able to have a kid. And Hashem said right after, once you change the name, I'll bless her and she'll have a kid. Which sounds like changing the name allowed the blessing to work and she could have a kid. Right? Uh, changing your action. Hashem saw the actions of the people in the Neveh and changed the thing. Right? <laughs> Hashem changed his mind, and he did not do the evil that he planned to do. The Yes, yes, yes. Also, changing where you live could also change it. Beautiful. The other rabbi, why does he not agree that changing places work? doesn't he agree with the Pesukim that we see by Abraham Abino that he changed place and it worked? He says, no, no. It's not just changing places. Moving to Israel is different than just changing places. You can't bring a proof from Abraham moving to Israel that every time you change places, if I go from Madagascar to Zambania, that that's going to change my mazel. Moving to Israel, okay, everyone agrees, but moving just someplace, not necessarily the other rabbi holds. Okay? Abraham a person is obligated to visit his rebbe, on the holiday, wow. where it says that, why are you going to him? It's not Chodesh and not Shabbat. When the baby died, he said, What are, are you going to the rabbi? It's not Chodesh, not Shabbat. We see that it was normal that when it's Shabbat or a holiday, you go see the rabbi. So he, he sees his, his new baby died, he didn't know. And she's coming to ask him permission to go see the. I'm going to see the rabbi, and he says, "What's going on? It's not Shabbat, it's not, not a holiday." Which means on Shabbat and holiday, you have to see the rabbi. That's why the rabbi calls sometimes when the guys don't come to school. Rabbi Yitzhak Ruzick says, A person is obligated to purify yourself in the mikveh before the holiday. don't touch the carcass. Okay, Yacho use the You might think that means that Jews are not allowed to touch the devena. If, if the Tuma, the Koanima are warned about not the Tumah Kalah, but touching Nibilah and surely the Jews are not warned them. why is the why, why do say don't touch Nevelah? They're talking about Beregel, teaching you that you have to stay pure on a holiday, and therefore the special mitzvah to go to a mikveh before every holiday. Uh, this is the source why many people, who, there are people who go every day and every Shabbat, which is also beautiful things. But some people who go every single holiday, but they don't go other times, this is their source. This is this, this actually has a Gemara saying, it's a mitzvah to be pure on a holiday. Okay, Amar krispodai. Kisboda is a famous Gemara. we have time? What time do I have? Do? It's like 6.59. Like. Okay, give me one more minute. Amar Ebek i Amar Ebek Yohanan, Shushnat Zin Zivarim Roshanah, there are three Sivanim open Roshana one of the complete Lushayim. one of the complete tzadikim, one of the middle people. the complete are immediately written in for complete life. The sheim gemurim, the written in for death. They don't even the middle guys. They're waiting to be zakhut if in between they get a zakhut. then they're written for life. if they don't get the zakhut. for life I want to be my I to passu. Passu says, tzadikim It says that let them be erased from the book of life, and don't put them into the book of the tzadikim. they're getting erased from the sefer. That's the shulishim that they should be erased from. That sefer. and chayim, sefer tzadikim. The im special sefer of Moshe says to Hashem, if you don't listen to me to forgive the Jews, erase me from the book you wrote. Mechenina, erase me, this is from your from your book, this is one That's why it's three different books. Okay, we will stop at the words tanya at the bottom of the page. Baruch and a Amen ve'amen.